Hi, my name is Joel. I'm a Scorpio. I like long walks on the beach and fluffy white pillows. Um, I just had to go to the dentist. Uh, me and my Maymay both have our appointments every six months for a checkup and a cleaning. Um, so I got to pull him out of school for like an hour and a half and then, or an hour, and then uh, got to buy him a sandwich at McDonald's as a reward. Um, because who isn't motivated by food they don't normally eat? But uh, it was weird. I was sitting there, and I waited five minutes in the waiting room. They brought me back. I left my Maymay in the waiting room. They took some x-rays, took five, ten minutes. Dennis comes over, pokes a little bit, says I look good. I said, you too. And then um, my dental hygienist, Tess, comes over, cleans me up. She got me the... Uh, the flavor-free pumice, just straight sand, because I can't handle that shit. Because my dentist, when I was a fucking seven or eight-year-old, thought it'd be funny to use pina colada freaking teeth cleaning polish, and it ruined me. Um, that's where the first part of my oral aversions came from. Nothing sexual, mind you. Um, I just can't handle a lot of flavors, um, especially when I know that they're fake as fuck. Um, and I have yet to have a pina colada without gagging. Um, but it was funny, like, when this shit was all over and I was done, I stood up and I'm like, ah, it's been, like, 18 minutes. Like, I remember when I was a kid, the dentist being, like, this huge fucking process where everything takes forever and you got to hold your mouth open for 20 minutes and, you know, you got to lean over and spit into this fucking sink. And now it's like they got the little water jets and they got the little sucker straw and, like, I'm in and out of there. Granted, I mean, I'm, I'm lucky with good genes so that I don't have bad teeth and I don't eat a lot of sugar. Um, I don't floss at all because I think it's disgusting, but I get flossed every six months. Um, and they say, you should floss more, and I say, I should. And I just kind of smile and nod. I'm not, you can't, I'm not part of your cult. This is how you make money, so let me make you money, okay? But uh, I just, it was funny because, like, when I was a kid, it was such a thing that I used to fucking be afraid of so I, I haven't passed that fear on to my kids but what I have actually done is I don't bother my children with the impending doom of the appointment like I didn't tell Maymay anything I just waited till this morning I'm like hey I'm gonna pick you up around 9 15 this morning he's like for what I'm like we gotta go to the dentist he's like ah oh! and he doesn't like the dentist because he's a uh, he's got a gag reflex so it's fucking hilarious to be in the chair next to him <laughs> But um, I didn't tell him till this morning. So he only had five minutes before he left for the bus. He's like, oh, man. I'm like, aren't you glad I didn't tell you? He's like, why didn't you tell me? I'm like, why would you want to sit with that, like, fear? And he, he looked at me as he left. He's like, that's pretty nice of you. I'm like, for sure. Um, but I, I think that's nice because I'm still traumatized by the memory of my dentist when I was, uh, you know, seven, eight years old. Not just the pina colada fucking tooth cleaning shit, but, like, my dentist's secretary was like supermodel hot. Like I still imagine her. Like she was like Foxy Lady in Wayne's World, like slow motion. Um, like that's how hot she was. And I was like seven or eight and I knew this shit. And my dentist was not married to his dental assistant. But by the time I went to my last appointment, the dude was married to his dental assistant. So, like, I kind of equate dentists, at least male dentists, with, um, 
you know, and this is not a, a, a slight to any other male dentist besides the one that I had growing up. Um, I always kind of equate them with seeming to be this, you know, pearly whites and, uh, you know, innocence and good-natured humor and all that other shit. And, you know, dude left his wife for his fucking receptionist. And I'm not saying that she's not gorgeous, but that wasn't your wife. And I, I don't know. I have a, I have a very large aversion to infidelity. I mean, if you guys are down and it's like, you know, it's it's respectful polyamory, dude, high five. I, that's awesome. Good for you. But I, I hate the thought of people cheating. And whenever I think of fucking people cheating, I think of dentists, which is fucked up. Like, I don't think dentists um, need that type of, you know, bad reputation. I just think that my particular dentist as a child completely fucked me. Um, not physically, but in the terms of what I'm able to handle as far as flavors and then how I perceive, you know, what's actually going on. Because I always had like a hint, like there's a strange sexual tension here that I can't quite put my finger on. And then by the time I was like in, in you know, junior high or high school and I went back and I remember going, man, something weird going on. And it wasn't weird. They were just putting a penis inside of a vagina inside of a dentist's office. So, I mean, if anything, it was kind of like the formation of a potential founding fetish, which I don't have. I'm not, I'm not into the whole dental thing. It's not a, it's not a vibe I, I project or expect, but yeah, it's, it's weird how a, um, just a simple trip to the dentist can, uh, bring up so many emotions about, you know, your expectations of your fellow man. And I think that's something that I, I'm taking into my uh, mid forties here. Um, I'm taking it in stride. There is the way that you hope it will be. There's the way that it is. And then there's kind of like what you accept as being the way that it is so that you're not constantly bombarded with the truth. Because as I've said multiple times to myself in my car, the truth is gross. Like, I mean, I, I guess I can't really speak for myself because I don't think my truth is gross. I mean, even on the fetish tip, I don't really have many things that I would consider gross. Um, but I just don't like, I don't like dishonesty and I don't like infidelity. And like, I've even had problems watching movies where people are cheating on their wife. Like, like the movie Hall Pass, dude, you have a prearrangement, totally fucking cool. But like that one movie with Vince Vaughn and, um, Rachel from Friends and then Rachel from Friends is Nipples. Like, in that movie, I couldn't even finish it. Like, wait, I don't even know if she was in that. It was some other lady. I don't even know if Vince Vaughn was in that one. But yeah, I, I can't even watch people that aren't actually cheating on their spouses cheat on their spouses for a role. It's just not, I don't know, it makes me feel gross. And that could be because, like... I have entered into a relationship with a woman and I knew immediately that I wanted to just be in a relationship with her. So like, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm different. I'm special. But hey, if nobody told you, you look amazing today and I hope your next trip to the dentist is as uneventful as mine was. Hey, my name is Joel, I'm a Scorpio. I like long walks on the beach and fluffy white pillows. Um, <clears throat> I am returning to work after two work days off. Um, my wife and I took the twins um, into Chicago for a couple days while my oldest son was away on a school trip to Washington, D.C. 
and um, <clears throat> I think I learned a lot about myself in these last four days. Um, the stress leading up to uh, Dylan's departure was like ridiculous and that's not really including like my own fears about you know letting your kid hop on a plane with a bunch of strangers essentially and you know everybody uh, in and around our family had assumed that Julie would be the one taking it the hardest and we dropped him off at 2.30 a.m. on Saturday morning and once he got on the bus and we pulled away, I lost it. Like, I was a fucking puddle. So I tried to, like, explain to myself why I think I had the most, you know, trouble with him leaving. It's that usually I'm the one that leaves and everybody else stays behind and I can kind of picture where they are and... I feel like once I get back, you know, I'm the main character, then they'll all rush and join me. And not that I'm, you know, trying to steal any thunder. But I think whenever I leave, I'm not as sad because I know where they are. But this time, he left, and I, I, I had no idea where the fuck he was going to be going. Even though, you know, I had the itinerary, and I have Life360 so I can see where he is. But just the thought of him being off on his own was not something... I uh, I did very well with for that first few hours. So like we went home <clears throat> and then went to bed again and then woke up and calmly got ready and dropped the dog off and went into the city. And <clears throat> I didn't know that worrying about my oldest kid um, was going to cause so much physical disruption. My stomach hurt the whole fucking weekend. Um, I was like manic checking my phone just to make sure I didn't miss anything and then because of my eyesight you know I have to kind of swap between sunglasses and regular glasses um, I don't see very well when I'm in a public place having to look at my phone so I, I didn't really look at my phone and there were a couple text threads that I'm a part of that were just blowing up all weekend and I didn't read them because one I'm in public and I really can't read with the, like my glasses on without looking like a fucking weirdo and the other reason is, is that I was trying to kind of enjoy what was going on in front of me because Julie and I made it a point not to rush, not really have any particular plans, but we wanted to eat the entire city. Um, so we did a pretty fucking good job. Um, crossed the bucket list item off. We got to eat at Zoko, uh, Rick Bayless's joint. Um, it was fucking magic. Like just everything I had hoped it would be way simpler than I thought, but that actually made it even more delicious and the kids killed everything they got so that was dope um but yeah that was that was really cool but like we, we made it a point to just kind of every couple blocks hey there's a bar let's stop in for a kitty cocktail and uh and an old-fashioned or something like that and we just totally chilled you know kids got some pool time in but we were trying to kind of sit with the physical manifestations of worrying about our kid um like just kind of paying attention and that's something that I've been trying to do more and more um, because I'm, I'm still pissed that I didn't get to talk to a counselor or a therapist until I was like in my 30s I think that's bullshit <clears throat> I think I'd be a way better version of myself had I been doing some of the things that I'm learning about now in my 40s when I was like 13 and I think the guilt um, in my stomach wouldn't be so prevalent if I had had some uh some coaching when it came to how to make the old noodle let you exist in peace.
So <clears throat> we had Saturday night and Sunday night in the city, and we left Monday morning to come back home. So Monday's a work day, Tuesday's a work day. So I took Monday and Tuesday off. Monday to be able to kind of just chill and come home, you know, get the dog, clean up the house, get laundry kind of put back in order. And then Tuesday, you know, my kids have spring break, so it's kind of a day to run errands and not rush because I fucking hate rushing. And, you know, it's not a very busy time at my pharmacy, whether that's permanent or it's just kind of the time of year. Uh, my staff is more than capable of, of holding down the fort as we kind of prepare for summer vacation season here in a couple of months where I'm going to be gone for like 10 days. So <clears throat> this was something where I didn't have any plans and that gave me anxiety. Um, there were so many things that I could be doing work-wise, even from home, and my wife's like, just try not to fucking do that. Like, separate yourself. And I couldn't do it. Like, my stomach hurt almost the entire two days that we were home. I mean, I'm so close to my office, why don't I just go in? And it's like, I gave myself, you know, I actually had a specific incident kind of materializing over the course of Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Um, with a kind of a, a guy that I, I've done business with um, outside of the pharmacy. But I was so wrapped up in feeling like I should be doing something else that I had a really hard time enjoying myself on Monday and Tuesday, even though I work full fucking time. And I, for the last eight years, I, I had, you know, almost three fucking jobs. And now that I have one, I'm still working on making it so that I don't hate myself for not working a second and a third job every fucking night when I get home or even just taking fucking days off and hanging out with my kids and my wife and like Julie and I were at the grocery store and I'm like all right you want to divide and conquer and she looked at me and she's like why we're not in a hurry and I was like oh we are not in a hurry and I had to kind of like keep reminding myself that I wasn't in a hurry so while all this was going on like the aforementioned incident I had a guy that has routinely found new and inventive ways to kind of take advantage of me. And it doesn't mean, you know, nothing gross, but it's always like where he'll take a buddy-buddy comment and then ask me a question, and then the answer to that question, I find out he goes and he contacts somebody and then says that I told him to contact him. And I'm like, whoa, dude, I didn't fucking say that. And he's kind of using my name as a business card, and it makes me feel cheap. So... I had to kind of establish a boundary and I needed kind of help formulating the right words that was succinct but direct enough that would tell this dude to hey bro I can't continually just give shit away to you because <laughs> that's not how things work and uh, my friend helped me kind of formulate the right words and I, I finally sent it over and it, it took me shit four or five hours to respond to the, these incessant messages that this guy was sent, like sending me but my stomach was in knots. I gave myself the shits. I almost threw up twice. Um, I had the cold sweats, then the hot sweats. And like, I have no illness going on. I mean, I'm a little stuffy because the temperature keeps fluctuating and because I had a cold three weeks ago and it's now, you know, permanent COVID. But <clears throat> I don't have an actual illness. This was all coming from my thoughts and I knew it. And I was describing it to Julie and she's like, that's anxiety. You got to talk to your fucking doctor because if I can't even take two days off of work when it's not incredibly slammed busy and everybody else that works with me is still at work, if I can't take those two days off without beating myself up, 
what's the fucking point? Like, I will agree that I am a man of uh, habit. When I am in my schedule, bam, 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 I love it. Um, I feel comfortable that way. But I had to kind of come up with these new and inventive ways of calming myself down because I deserve to be able to take a day off of work during my kid's spring break, even though we're not traveling somewhere. Um, I deserve peace on my fucking days off, and I don't have that right now. And um, it kind of cemented the fact that I got to talk to the doctor about, hey, how do I get over the fact that I can't relax because I feel like I should be doing something else? That's fucking stupid. Super fucking unhealthy. So I'm trying to kind of figure that shit out, but I was setting myself up last week so that I had something to do over the last two days so that I would kind of distract myself from all of that anxiety and guilt of not being at work. So one of my um, little chores that I did is like, all right, I'm gonna fucking organize the spice cabinet. And I bought like a spice spinner and it's totally not big enough. And it's, I, I need three of them. But it gave me something to focus on, like alphabetizing all my spices, wiping all the fucking cabinets, moving the fucking shelves up and down. It gave me something to do but I realized that I had done that and had these things available to me simply because I knew that I wouldn't be able to sit still without feeling like a piece of shit. And even taking Dylan to the orthodontist, I was like, ah, gotta get there, gotta get there. I'm like, what the fuck am I rushing for? And I don't know how to fucking beat this shit out of me, but it's really fucking annoying that the only time I'm comfortable is when I have worked a 10 hour day and I only have four hours to sleep. That's not fucking cool. So trying to undo all the things that I, uh, I created as far as issues um, from the last you know 40-something years is going to continue to be difficult. But holy fuck, I just want to be able to sit without feeling guilty for sitting. I don't think that's too much to ask. Hey, and if nobody told you, you look fucking amazing today. <laughs>